Greetings, friends. This is Bishop Yvette Flunder, and I am so pleased today to share with our friends and family at Old South Church in Boston. I want to begin by appreciating you for choosing me to be among the many, many powerful men and women who before me received the message that came in the mail for me. I'm honored, I'm gratified, and appreciate you so much for thinking of me. The power of otherness. In this month and celebration of pride, we hear often the word that we have embraced, queer. Queer can mean other, other eyes, as I call it. Other eyes can mean different from a majority narrative. So let me share a bit of my own personal otherness. I'm a female bishop. I have reasonably feminine attributes. Same gender loving. A person of African, Cherokee, and Irish descent. And the fact that I, we, all who are queerly different from the acceptable social norm and continue to exist and thrive is itself a walking critique of the master majority narrative. Essentially, I am a problem. And I am also unapologetically Pentecostal. I embrace all of the pejorative assumptions about that reality, sometimes from the academies of higher learning or from other Christians and some colleagues, even in the LGBTQI community. I am known to often sing a gospel song in a strange land. And because of the abundance of my revelations, I know full well that this queerness was given to me as a gift from God. I wanna to say to all of those who feel that they are othered, it's time to celebrate recognize and realize your otherness as a gift. I also confess that by definition, I am a heretic. Some have suggested that I am a heretic and they have indicated to others that I should not be listened to as I may incorrectly influence them. They are correct, by the way. I qualify as a heretic. Heresy, by definition, is the holding of a belief that is in fundamental disagreement with the established teachings or doctrines of an organized religion. That would be me. The word heresy comes from the Greek heresis, which means either a choice of beliefs or a faction of dissident believers. The Inquisition was a permanent institution in the Catholic Church charged with the eradication of heretics and heresies. A few things about heresy. Heresy, pushing back against established religious teachings, is the revenge of an oppressed truth and an oppressed people. Heresy is foundational to liberation and foundational to liberation theology. And the only difference between a heretic and a prophet is time. 
Jesus was by definition a heretic. So here is the real question. In this time that we are living in, in this month of pride, in this season of church unusual, how prepared are we to be openly, honestly heretical? The true church is a community that will go often beyond the written sacred text and be the book that God and spirit is calling for today. What we call living epistles, seen and read by humankind. Those who will make the text relevant for their time by living in that time, taking risks, being other and being heretical about it. By the way, that's what Jesus did. When he rose to read from the scroll of Isaiah at his home synagogue in Nazareth and claimed that the spirit of God was upon him, he was the one that Isaiah spoke of. The spirit of God was upon him to bring tidings to the poor. He said that Isaiah's words were made flesh in him that day. How heretical is that? Going beyond the Hebrew scripture was done in the first century, which is why, by the way, we have a New Testament. And it must be done now, because like the first century and like the times that preceded it, we are writing Holy Scripture with our lives. And finally this. I used to believe in justice or Jesus. I believe that people couldn't really be involved in justice work and deeply in relationship with Jesus. Primarily because my ideas about the second coming, the apocalypse, suggested that Jesus would be coming back like Friday of this week and we needed to get ready. And then after a while, I got involved in justice work and I began to see it as justice and Jesus. Justice and Jesus running together concomitantly seemed to be what God and spirit was speaking to me. And then a little later on, I started believing in justice for Jesus because I began to embrace his humanity. I think that his humanity was balanced with his spirituality. And if your humanity and your spirituality do not balance. One or the other can be an enemy to one or the other. Justice for Jesus. Jesus who healed the sick. And Jesus who cussed the priests out. Justice for Jesus. Jesus who knew that he was called not only to live and to die and to suffer, but the Jesus who did not want to go to the cross. Justice for Jesus, justice for his humanity and for his spirituality. You see, we get free when we love ourselves, when, when we accept ourselves, when we embrace ourselves, when we know that we are fearfully and wondrously made, when we declare that we are a designer's original and one of a kind created by a master 
with one purpose in mind. My friend Danny Bell sang this song to be a showcase of God's glory for the whole world to see and an exception of God's beauty as God shines through you and me. Let me say again, we are living in a time of patriarchal and colonial exceptionalism. What does that do? It chooses a people, any race, any land, any time, and empowers them and exceptionalizes them and then weaponizes them and then proclaims holiness in their divine ordained power over all that they observe. So God is calling today for the others to rise up. For those who know that they are without question an example of God's beauty and an exception to any of the hatred and vitriol that is extended to those with otherness. The power over dynamic that we are experiencing now for those that hate the LGBT community is seated in biblically-based, fear-based religion that demonizes the other. The favored can take from the lesser without consequences. And somehow or other, God is pleased. I want to say to you, my beloved, that most people who claim to be Christians, who hate and despise anyone who is other, are what I call bibliolatrists. Peter Gohm's notion of bibliolatry, those that worship the scripture more than the God that is spoken of in the text. Most of them have not read the Bible. By the way, I did read it. But they quote it conveniently by repetition and rote and memory, especially the passages that support whatever they hate. It's good to be other, my beloved. It is good to be other. It's good, it's exciting, it's special, it's powerful, it is needed. And if we emerge from this pandemic as anything, let us come out dancing as those who have been othered. Thanks be to God for the exceptional gift of otherness. God bless you is my prayer.